Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to the Friday edition of Trendy, where I am getting absolutely drilled this week by one Edward Spaghetti, 13.7 to 6.5, and he had a spectacular Wednesday. And Eddie, mine was not quite as good, because I'm watching the Braves go down in flames, then Perdarmo goes yard early to kill that bet, then the Bruins pull off a freaking empty netter to win you your bet in that game. I'm just taking shrapnel absolutely everywhere and watching all of it. So I flip over to the maple leaves who need to win to um for you to win your cred pick which is two units and really put your boot on my neck and they do eventually they do eventually pull this off and i have to tell you something i didn't care at all i feel like i've been cheating myself for a decade by not watching power plays in hockey ot what is this lunacy they pull two guys off the ice and they put one back on and this this Eddie decides the game. If you just drop this in in any other sport, that's the way they settle things. People would go insane. You guys have been hiding this from me. But as a tourist just dropping by, it was absolutely delightful. What the hell is going on in hockey, Eddie? My job here is done. I don't. I no longer have to be on any other shows. Like I got Toby hooked. The 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 claws are in him. He loves hockey. I mean, what a game! I know. I emailed you and Brett about this. I was like, look, if you guys haven't watched, you got to go see the highlights at the end of this game. So, like, I preface this. We were talking on Wednesday. I was like, look, Toronto's a really good team. I believe I even mentioned that Austin Matthews could be a guy to kind of chase Connor McDavid for that uh, that Hart Memorial Trophy. And, uh, you, you know, the Canadians not nearly as good. They're going to be a bad team, but they were feisty in this one. It's a rivalry game and they're blowing them out. They scored like two or three straight goals. And I'm like, man, I'm going to lose this one terribly. I don't see this coming. And then pulling the goalie with like four minutes left. Matthews gets one. Then again, they pull like a minute and change. Get another one. I believe Mitch Martin in the shootout um, wins it one nothing for the uh, for the Leafs there. An incredible finish to a, a, a really great game, a high scoring game, an electric game. Um, it's just beautiful to watch when you have great high-end players uh, just dominate offensively. That's what we kind of saw with that first line of Toronto. Great team. Uh, they're going to be in the mix for the Cup this year, and that was a great start. And then, like you mentioned, too, the, the 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 Bruins, I'm like, fade the Blackhawks all week. The Blackhawks, Connor Bedard gets his first goal in that game. The Bruins unveiled this new weird uniform they have going on, like an alternate white jersey at home, which we don't really see with the black helmets on. And um, even though Bedard scored, uh, Bruins, like, I guess they got one from Milan Lucic, and then, like you said, the empty netter. So they um, they still get the get by the puck line there. Great day of hockey on Wednesday, and an even better day um, yesterday with my Rangers winning five uh, one versus Sabers. It's a beautiful sport, Toby. I'm glad you've now joined. Uh, I just can't believe the rule at the end there, the power play where it's four on three in overtime, and this is what decides it is, is yep. purely nuts. It's like I guess the closest equivalent is college football OT, where they just completely warp the sport to reach an end. Like even the penalty shootouts in soccer, which are controversial, they're preceded by a fairly normal period where they try to settle this mm-hmm. under typical rules. Like I I was blown away. Like I've heard about it. Um, but you don't see it in the playoffs, right? Which is like, a, if I drop it on hockey, it's usually for playoff hockey. So I didn't even know you could have this four on three and the, right. and the leaves kill it off and then win in the shootout. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. hate it. 
I would hate it if I was a real fan, but just like kind of parachuting in and seeing it is exhilarating. In fact, I would like there to be something like, you know how on LinkedIn there's like, you know, it says you're open for work. Yeah. I would like there to, be for, there to be an app where like on a Wednesday night, I can be like, I'm open for alerts. Any single game in the world where there's power play in overtime, let me know and I will turn it on. Like just, I have to be alerted because I'm not going to be paying attention. But if that app exists, please, some listener, reader, Eddie, Brett, somebody tell me because I will watch that every single time. There, uh, you may be in luck, Toby, because I'm not sure if you saw the news, but I believe ESPN hosted by John Butchergross in about 10 days or so. They're doing their version of NHL Red Zone because all 32 teams now are playing on that same night. So you're going to get every goal, every power play, um, all the fun stuff all on your screen. So it uh, looks like Bucci has a way harder job than uh, what Scott Hansen usually does on Sundays. But it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that. But I'm with you like. You know, they had to obviously move to the three on three um, overtime in the regular season because of they don't want the games going on forever. And when teams have like, you know, back to back games, and you have all five guys there. It's, it's a wear and tear thing on the body. They want the games to be over quick and they usually end pretty quick, too, because you get a lot of odd man rushes on three on three when guys like they cherry pick and stuff. So, yeah, you're right. In the playoffs, obviously, it's just continuous periods with the full full strength there. But three on three. And if you take a penalty, um, the other team gains a guy. So it's not three on two. Obviously, that couldn't work. So it's a four on three. And then I've seen five on threes and oh, overtime. Obviously, obviously, three on two would be crazy. I mean, three, three on two on three is completely nuts. normal. Like yeah. that's we should have money on that. That should settle markets. That is completely okay. Mm-hmm. But three on two. I mean, that is a bridge too far. Yeah, that's 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 nuts. Um, it's unfair for the goalie, <laughs> but the three on three overtime. Um, I think because it's been so fun and I think people kind of have the understanding of we cannot have players go like two, three, four overtime games, five on five when they have to like get in an airplane and fly across country or fly to Canada or whatever for a game. So I think we kind of once the rule change happened years ago, I think everyone's like, okay, we're cool with this now. Plus, it's fun. It's exciting and it's great for the casual fans. So uh, no qualms for me. I cannot believe this is on ESPN plus. I cannot believe it cost me zero marginal dollars to enjoy that on Wednesday. And I am in Eddie. I mean, I'm not going to be in every day. I'm not going to learn the players names. I'm not going to pretend to become an expert, but like getting to experience that on ESPN plus for, for free, like I'm count me in, like text me anytime you want for me to drop in and watch a game. Um, Now, Everything is coming up, Eddie. You are wiping the table with me. You had an amazing Wednesday night uh, gambling. And I always like to go out on Friday with a a little present, a little parting gift for the people that are nice enough to join me on this show. So I like to do something fun for our guests. And you said on the show on Wednesday that music is always first for you. And I know you well enough to know that that is actually your true love, even Mm -hmm. over sports, probably because it hurts you less. So I wanted to get I wanted to ask you a quick question. I wanted to give I wanted you to give me your favorite moments when your worlds collided and music and sports intersected in some way, if you want to do it, win play show style to make Damashek happy, then go ahead. Sure thing. That's a phenomenal question by you. And you're, you're right. Um, I do love sports, but music, it never really lets you down. Um, that's definitely true. So uh, to, to reverse order the, my, my show bet here, um, all three of these involve Pearl Jam. I wasn't trying to do that. Uh, trust me. I like a lot of other bands. I love a lot of other bands, but they have the weird kind of connection to um, sports through their music. Obviously we, we watched the last dance, the last dance ended with a song of theirs and just their history. They used to be called Mookie Blaylock for the NBA player and the Nets at the time. So there's a lot of 
um, intersection there. They love sports. I love sports and everyone in the band loves sports. So um, I'm going to give ones that I um, was involved with in person instead of stuff I saw from afar. And my show bet or show um, memory was, was in 2018. I was lucky enough to go to uh, Seattle to see them. They're playing the home shows. But instead of being in an arena, and I know you could say this about most concerts or in arenas, this was in the Mariners ballpark, which had a different feel to it. The posters and the, the merchandise they sold was kind of themed into the sports way. Um, a lot of stories about Randy Johnson uh, on stage. So that was a really cool experience to see them play twice in the park. I know it used to be called Safeco. I'm forgetting what the park was called uh, in 2018. I don't think it was Safeco anymore, but an amazing uh, venue for a concert. And that was a lot of fun. Seattle's a fantastic city, which, by the way, is an underrated sports town. Like I showed up there and I was like not expecting people to be uh, super heavy into sports. You saw the Seahawks 12 flags every five feet you're walking. Mm. Everyone's in gear there. And I went back recently with the crack and it's taken off. So that's also a little PSA. Um, get to Seattle if you want to watch some sporting events. It's a great town. My uh, place is back to a ballpark this time in 2016. Fenway Park, uh, where I went to uh, to college in Boston and the uh, Pearl Jam was playing there again two nights. Um, Bronson Arroyo came out, the former pitcher. So this is really intertwined. The former pitcher for the Red Sox and a few other teams. He apparently is a musician as well. And he has like records. And he does a lot of covers of like that early 90s, like Seattle scene music. And um, he played with uh, Pearl Jam on Black. And um, there was also a part two where I believe um, Eddie Vedder was talking about his uh, ukulele and he calls it Uke, Uke the Uke for mm. Kevin Ukulele. <laughs> so a lot of fun stuff there. And the same kind of thing, like just obviously a great venue, a place I've been too many many times but like the the sports themed uh, merchandise the posters i have a bunch hanging in my house and that was a, an awesome time and and then the, my my uh win is got to be 2009 uh yankees phillies world series they're playing in philadelphia pearl jam was actually closing down the old philadelphia spectrum they're playing four shows uh went to those and um they right across the street in Philly. If you've ever been there, they have all their stadiums kind of in the same spot. So Citizens Bank Park, where the game was going on, was very close to um, where the spectrum was. And they did a cool thing where they would bring out like these like almost uh, in box and they have like ring girls with like the scorecard. They did this like very old timey, like 20s, 30s, like like huge headdresses. And they had the the score of the Phillies Yankees game. And of course, Ed was kind of pandering and saying that, you know, he's rooting for the home team, he's rooting for the Phillies. Uh, spoiler alert, the Yankees he's won that and i was also I, I guess an idiot i was only a i think i think it was a senior i was like uh, only like a month into my senior year in high school and i was wearing all my yankees gear to the uh the concerts and everyone that had the chance to scream at me was yelling at me at that a lot those philly fans are passionate women like younger women were like cursing at me out in the parking lot and stuff i remember being in a taking a bathroom break and guys were like we should just like piss on this kid um, so that was very, very interesting. And the Yankees won the World Series and those shows were absolutely incredible. Um, all different songs every single night. So it was uh, that was by far one of my best memories, uh, not only seeing my favorite band and incredible concerts that fans still talk about to this day, but also seeing the Yankees win the World Series. And I was like, you know, only a couple hundred yards away from where they were winning. So that was really yeah. cool. And I've uh, been lucky to experience all those. Yeah everybody in life like you heard my message about positivity on wednesday try to find something in your entire life that makes you smile as much as pearl jam uh does that to eddie like watching him on the video right now my heart is even 
and lighting up just because he's so happy talking about it. And the fact that his favorite three moments all involve his favorite band, I guess, isn't a surprise because the question is favorite, not best. Uh, I I was bored as hell in that game last night while I was losing money and I couldn't find a way to stop because that game sucks so bad. Uh, mm-hmm. So I took a bunch of notes on my phone, Eddie. So just running through it real quick. Mine's not quite as personal as yours, but um, I have a bunch of runner-ups because that's how bad that game was. I'll go with uh, Lonely Island, the unauthorized Bass Brothers experience, because the pop star was its probably my not my favorite movie, my favorite comedy mm-hmm. of the last 10 years, and watching them follow that up with this off-the-rails story of Conseco and McGuire uh, just really killed me. Um, the September sessions, which is a Jack Johnson surf film is kind of like my version of meditation. I turn it on once a month just to kind of calm me down and make me feel better. Uh, our, our big boss, Peyton Manning playing air guitar on his leg while dancing in a Saturday night live sketch as an all timer. Um, as a teenager hearing Wu-Tang and the song triumph by saying, them make them guaranteed to make them jump like Rod Strickland as somebody who loved watching Rod Strickland and the bullets and hearing him uh, from my favorite rap group. That was particularly awesome. Of course, you got to give a shout out to the Super Bowl shuffle. It deserves to be on any list. Uh, the U S swim team doing a video to call me maybe in the 2012 Olympics really was like a pop culture moment because it was like YouTube was taking off. This pop song was in there. These guys were all like kids in their twenties acting goofy. And then they're about to go out and represent our country. So I enjoyed that. Uh, and then just two classics. Anytime you see one shining moment, that's gotta be on any list that comes in between the intersections of music and sports. Yeah. And then sweet Georgia Brown. Every time I hear it, I don't think of anything, but besides like, tricky dribbles behind the back passes and kids smiling in the stands. And so that's a song that has heavy sports ties for me. Uh, but when play show, you curious or did I, is that whole I, list too long? I, 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 I want to hear when play show, but I, I thought something just popped in my head that I realized we're going to, we're going to both omit the most like the clear cut number one, but I I'd like to hear yours. Uh, okay. We're both, we're, you're right. Because there's no way mine is the most clear cut. And by the way, this is favorite Eddie, not best. So if we're, true, talking, true, Whitney, true, true. If we're talking Whitney Houston or we're talking Marvin Gaye and the national anthem, then that obviously is probably gonna be at the best list, but this is a favorite list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, the show is a 1061 place tie and it's every single time the U S has ever won gold medal at the Olympics and they play our national anthem every Mm -hmm. single time. It gets me every single time. There's this something about watching the athlete crest and peak at the history, like the greatest moment of their life combined with hearing their national anthem for this one thing that ties us together as a country, particularly, you know, I get, I will admit getting extra teared up when it's on foreign soil and things like that, hearing the national anthem, and seeing respect paid to our great country around the globe. Uh, my favorite moment of the Olympics. I mean, obviously the athletic achievements are amazing, but I love that gold medal ceremony and we have sure. done it 1,061 times. Uh, for place, I will double down on your live experience, which is just anytime you get to sing a home crowd's anthem with the crowd, particularly in games that you care about. So like growing up as a kid, singing Hail to the Redskins every time they scored uh, both. I do it in my living room and do it at at RFK. Um, I went to the University of Virginia. Every time they score a touchdown, you link arms with the person next to you. You put your arms around them and you sing the good old song. 
uh, which is probably like my kids have I heard the good old song more than any other song because it was the only song I actually knew by heart when I had children. So I used to sing that to them as a lullaby. And now hopefully one of them will end up wearing the blue and orange. And then um, at Chelsea, there's a song called Liquidator they walk out for and they do a big chant. So there's just something about the collective joy of like good singer, bad singer, it doesn't matter. But sharing that moment with your your fellow man and uh, belting it out is, is truly special. And then when is something I'm Bet you've never seen Eddie, but I demand, I demand that you go watch this the moment we hang up. It is the Dire Straits Walk of Life video. Have you ever seen it? No, I like Dire Straits, but no, I don't think I've watched the video. Okay, the moment the moment the show is over, I I will withhold your check if you don't go and watch it. Okay, uh, it is a music video from the 1980s. It is a great song, uh, very positive, very joyful. Uh, but the video they put out on MTV, which I also don't know if you ever watched was just full of sports highlights. So imagine that you're, you know, like a six-year-old Toby and the things you care about are music and sports and it's the 1980s. And there's a video that comes on like once every six hours that has sports bloopers and has Michael Jordan dunking. And it has like these guys like playing guitars and in these terrible suits. And it's an awesome song and things like that. If you had to have a time capsule of my childhood, you can only put one thing in it to capture all the things that I really loved, it would probably be the Dire Straits Walk of Life video. Please go check it out. Well, I mean, Mark Knopfler's the man, so I gotta, I get definitely have to do that. And I wasn't aware that they had a video that it was full of sports, so I writing that down. I'm gonna go definitely do that. Um, the one we did omit, and it happened last night, and it's happened a few times. I mean, this is gonna change the intersection of sports and music forever. But it has to be the the Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey uh, thing, right? Like yeah. that's like the, I mean, I know you said this is favorite and that's definitely not my favorite, but I feel like now, like anytime this conversation comes up, it's like, Oh yeah, it's Taylor Swift, the number one most famous person, you know, ever. And then it's with the, uh, you know, the chiefs and Travis Kelsey, although maybe she will dump them or not watch football again, because that game last night was pretty brutal, but fantastic list, Toby. Um, that's great. I'm going to watch the dire Straits video. That would be pretty amazing if that game last night was so bad she never came back. Like, it just ruined football for yeah. millions of people who are, are tuning in just because Taylor Swift is in the audience, and they get subjected to that, like, absolute masterclass of misery, 19-8 of crap. It, I mean, I think I said it, like, the, the Broncos are very, very close to becoming, like, a, a team that just uh, implodes and sells off parts. It seems like they're kind of already doing that. The Chiefs, I did expect better. I mean, a win's a win. I hate to poo-poo a win, but, I mean, that 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 game set back football for uh, about, you know, two centuries. <laughs> for huge ratings. Big win for everybody. All right, let's go ahead and take our break, move from music to our picks, and see if we can make some money together. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full the word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win great, if you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back 
as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net, New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, we are back, and it's time to play our game. And Eddie, since you are stomping me, you get to go ahead and give your heart pick first. Hard pick. I mean, you see if, uh, viewers or listeners will eventually see I'm wearing all Ranger stuff. The hard pick is betting with your heart. There's no easier uh, hard bet for me after my Rangers whooping of a what's supposed to be a pretty good Buffalo Sabres team. Um, they beat them five to one, which, by the way, uh, I did tweet this, but there's a good chance the Rangers scoring five is going to be more than what the Giants who are against. Uh, another team from Buffalo when they play um, after the Giants only score a field goal or a safety. I mean, that's going to be the saddest thing ever. Um, so I wonder uh, also, everyone, you know, we're talking about Taylor Swift. 
Haley Steinfeld and Josh Allen were at the Buffalo Sabres game. So they seem to be bad luck for that team. So um, Rangers look great. They're still on the road. They're playing the Blue Jackets. Um, I believe the Rangers right now at plus 122. If they give the, the goal and a half there, um, they're just a flat out better team. There's a reason why the Blue Jackets are part of the lottery. Um, I know their first overall pick, Adam Fantilli, who's you know going to be in the race for the Caller Trophy for the Rookie of the Year. He d- did record his first point. But look, the Rangers have a world-class goaltender. Their offense, their new system under Peter Laviolette looks fantastic their defense did a great job of just shutting down the the you know buffalo's offensive attack there they only only goal they scored was actually because the rangers blocked the shot and the puck just somehow happened to land on one of the sabers guys sticks so um very close to also being a shutout there and that you know they got the empty net goal as well so uh i really love the rangers in this matchup even they're on the road this team is for real i'm still excited for now so uh i'm saying rangers minus the goal and a half was plus 122 beat the bjs <laughs> You just said the magic word for now because this show is called Trendy and I am very tempted to fail this pick just based on the trend of you pumping up the Yankees, them disappointing you, you pumping up Notre Dame, them disappointing you, you pumping up the Yankees and them disappointing you. Mm-hmm. But you know what? After Wednesday's show, I can't do that to you, Eddie. Enjoy this Rangers run for as long as it lasts. Keep your positivity. I am sure, I am confident that this is finally their year. Uh, for my heart pick, I am going with the Lions and the Bucks over 42.5 at minus 110. And after the whooping I've been taking this week, you got to go back to basics a bit. It's like when a backup quarterback comes in and they shorten up the playbook. So I'm basically the PJ Walker of gambling right now. So I took the NFL slate and I set a timer for 60 seconds. I scanned every line in total, and when the time went off, I wrote down the one that looked best without any more time allowed to think about it, and this is what I came up with. The Lions look capable of almost covering this line themselves after putting up a combined 76 points over the last two weeks, and the Bucs can definitely finish this game in the 20s themselves after the lowly Panthers did it against the Lions last week. So I know I say overs make friends and unders make money, but since I have neither right now, it is time to shake it up. Use your best instinct and just go with the first thing that hits your brain. Yeah, so I, I I'm with you there. I think that's a good bet. Um, it, it, you know, the, the I what I like about the Lions team too is like they're still somehow you know looking great on offense, even though they're doing things like not the way we thought. Like we thought that Jameson Williams would come back and he'd be targeted a ton, and we thought that Jameer Gibbs would be the guy that they're featuring. They're not really doing either of those things, um, but they're still finding a way. That you know Sam Laporta, and if it has to be Josh Reynolds, they're they're just using those guys. And then reversely, the Bucks. I mean, one of the best surprises, uh, Baker Mayfield. See, everyone seems to love him in that Bucks um, locker room there, and the, you know they're surprising everyone in a, in a kind of weaker NFC South. But um, you know the over there. I think is definitely um, that that's going to be a lock to hit because that, that Lions offense is really powerful. One of the best four, five, six ish teams right now. I think we can start finally believing into these Lions. So um, that's that's a good move by you. All right. Well, you're not tailing or failing it. So you must love or hate something else I did even more. Go ahead and give everybody your head pick. I, I have to, you know when you like kind of what you just said too about looking at all the all the matchups this week and you know the, the head pick is you're betting with your head what makes the most sense in your head the Miami Dolphins to me have the most potent offense in my opinion <clears throat> they are playing a team a winless team in the Carolina Panthers Dolphins are home the Panthers are prone to give up a ton of points two very good offenses the Lions that you were just talking about they gave up 42 points the Seahawks look great they gave up 37 points to them plus we know the Dolphins did they scored 70 versus the lowly Broncos um, and they put up you know 31 versus my Giants so I think <clears throat> my bet is going to be 
the Miami Dolphins team total over 30 and a half points it's minus 115. Like I said, two is leading the league in passing yards. Um, this this Panthers team is just going to be miserable. I, I could see this is m- maybe a stretch. I could almost see the Dolphins scoring over 30 points, maybe in the first half. I think they're just going to run the score quick and it's going to be one of those brutal games. And uh, the Panthers are in a weird spot because they're in line. Like, you know, they had a, you know, it's just you have your quarterback of the future, but like, what do you do when you keep getting spanked week in, week out? So, um, I feel very, very confident in the Panthers um, uh, losing this game miserably and the uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, destroying them because this offense is for real. And, you know, talking about the Lions, a team you could trust in, the Miami Dolphins to me are a team you, you could pretty much almost pencil in to be one of the few remaining AFC teams this year. They are they look that good. You know what, Eddie? You've made this really hard for me because I like so many of your picks this week, but you've got my brain turning with what you just said. If you really think the Dolphins are a threat to throw up 30 and they're going to like mess around to get 20, minus eight and a half is their first half spread and you're getting that at minus 11 so i i do like the team total uh because they are so explosive but i mm-hmm. I, I think you're right i think they jump out on them early and often and i think carolina is uh going to give up a lot of points in the game but as everybody knows who listens to me i'm afraid of garbage time that's why i wasn't actually taking the line here and if you wanted to take that out and let the dolphins jump on them early getting them at minus eight and a half at minus 111 in the first half seems like a good play yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's that's in play there. Um, that that's you know, I, I guess for me, it's like they probably still have to kind of figure out what their running game is going to be like without Achan. But I, I don't think it really matters in a way. Like even if Achan leaves, they still have Mostert and Jeff Wilson's coming back. Their offensive line's been a lot better than people thought. So I, I think, yeah, I, I definitely think they're going to be. Th- this game will not be close. The only time it will be close is at the 15 minute mark of the first quarter. Then once the, some team gets the ball, if the the Dolphins get it first, they're putting up seven immediately. I mean, they're not going to have anyone to cover Tyreek kill um so yeah they're, they're gonna cover the first half spread and i think i i feel comfortable in the dolphins flirting with 40 points in this game all right okay i like i like it but i am trailing so i can't tail anything i just have to pick one thing to fail uh so for my head bit i am going back to the sexy world of kicking jake elliott over 7.5 kicking points and minus 104 and with no perdomo available me to me today i wanted to do the audience a favor give them an easy chance to fade me with something that's not complicated but while i'm not hitting right now i still think the analysis is solid i still believe in like these head picks that i'm making where i dive into the numbers because elliott is destroyed destroyed this number in every game this sitting this season hitting double digits in five straight contests as the Eagles have been moving the ball well enough for him to convert over three field goals a game and the Falcons are conceding at a similar clip with opposing kickers averaging over 11 points a game against them. There just isn't as much action in the kicking market as there is in the more glamorous skill position numbers, so it's possible to still find soft markets, and I can't figure out a reason this isn't one of them. So fade me if you like, but I think the line is at least a point too low and maybe two, and I'm happy to make this one of my losing picks today. Uh, The reason why I did not tell your first bet is because I am going to tell this bet. Um, I love this bet. Uh, I don't know how many Eagles uh, fan friends you have, but everyone that I talked to is like, I don't know. They're like, there's something wrong with this team. This team isn't playing like I expect them to. And then you, know, you look at these games they're in, like they're all like kind of close. They're all like, they should be beating teams by a bigger margin and they're not. And, and when you come, you know, they're, you're playing the Jets who have a phenomenal defense. And I just think it's going to be a frustrating game. I'm not sure who you picked for our EP picks, but I did pick the Jets to cover. I picked the Eagles to win, but I picked the Jets to cover. 
Um, and I think, you know, with Zach Wilson playing a tick better than he has, um, he'll keep the Jets in that game offensively, which obviously means the defense can be rested and more focused on their task in hand. And I just believe that Salah has his defense to keep them in this game, which means a lot of like stalled out drives around the 30 yard line. They have to kick the field goal. Plus they eventually will score a touchdown. So um, the the number you have the over there, it makes a ton of sense to me. I do think this is going to be a kind of a kicking field goal matchup there. And again, Eagles will win this game, but I do think the Jets are in it to the end. They cover. All right. Join me. Join me in rooting for kickers. It's certainly fun. On the heater side, I am drawing dead thanks to the Braves flaming out early. Hench was all fired up about the baseball format, and it's hard to say he's wrong after all three teams that combined to win 305 regular season games combined to win one stinking game Mm -hmm. in the playoffs after sitting a week due to their buy. So go listen to Minus 3 for more on the topic. It was a really good episode, and I co-signed Hench's point. Eddie, you've got the Canadians over Bedard and the Blackhawks on on the money line at minus 130 on Saturday night. How are you feeling about that? You know, uh, I guess better in a sense that, you know, we, we were just talking, we opened the show talking about uh, Leafs Habs, like everyone thought we would. Um, you know, they are home. The, the Bell Center is a crazy place to play. Uh, I know the Blackhawks obviously are kind of surprising people here. They were in that game versus the great Boston Bruins, um, even though they, they did lose. Uh, and obviously they beat the Penguins. Bedards look great. But I feel like the Habs really took it to the Maple Leafs. They're going to be at home. They're going to be fired up. They're going to sit in the locker room. It's like, hey, you know, listen, fellas, like we should have won that game. We're playing a, a very, very young, inexperienced team here. Not a ton of talent, not nearly as deep uh, as the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I, I do think the Habs on the money line will get the job done here. And I, I but you could also say that not a not a total failure of a week for the Blackhawks. So I will admit I was wrong. I got the bet right versus the Bruins, but I I will admit I was kind of off on them this week. They've, they've definitely surprised me, but I, I really am saying that the, the Montreal Canadiens, like, just get me this one. Just, I know you're not good either, but just please get me this one. You show me enough on that game Wednesday. So, yeah, Habs minus 150 in the money line. What's it like, Eddie? What's it like, Eddie, to be wrong and still make money? I do not <laughs> have any experience with this. you got to let me know. Uh, all right. So you've been, as I said, you're killing it. You're beating the juice. You're beating me. So you're going to give out your credibility pick, the one you've got two units on, and people should write this one down because you are hot right now. What you got for everybody? This is a bet that sometimes I think, Toby, like we overthink things, and especially when it comes to the NFL, everyone's scared of the bigger numbers and no one really wants to buy in the, the, the good or the great teams here. I think we were given a gift. Like the 49ers minus nine and a half. Uh, they're at the Browns. It's minus 110 on that. Like the Browns are going to have to play. Like obviously, Deshaun Watson's out. The the DTR experiment was so bad. They had to bring in PJ Walker, who's now going to be playing in this game. Obviously, they lost Nick Chubb weeks ago. This is, I, I still would have taken this number if Deshaun Watson was playing. And this is something I talked with Hench about too. I just felt so confident in the 40, the 49ers being the supreme team in the NFL. They're so good defensively. They really shut down the Dallas. Cowboys everyone was high on and then offensively it's like Brock Purdy doesn't know long Brock I don't know what streak is more impressive and I said this on minus three as well Brock Purdy never losing or the Christian McCaffrey scored a touchdown in 14 straight games so you know that CMC is a lock to score so that's going to happen Brock Purdy is always a lock his like floor is like 225 and two touchdowns like he doesn't do anything wrong the guy just knows how to move around in the pocket and I, I just feel like this team is just firing on all cylinders right now you see that Kittle's all fired up with his F Dallas shirt and like there's just good vibes there and it's just a, a really incredible team Jerry Jones said it himself that the Super Bowl this year is going to have to run through San Francisco and I'm with him on that and while I did like the Browns or I do like the Browns um, I said that they're going to probably finish second in the AFC North and flirt with the wild card probably get a wild card spot obviously they're in a tough go these last couple of weeks but they're in 
injuries. Uh, I think they will write the ship down the road. I do believe in Kevin Stavansky as a head coach. But when you're facing the best team in the NFL by far, and you're playing with your number two option, second string quarterback, I don't love that. And the 49ers will take it to them. They're going to win this game by 10 points or more. So Niners minus a nine and a half, minus one Ted, cred bet officially F my life because if you hit this, I can't beat you. So my only choice is to fail you <laughs> by backing the adorable Browns against the NFL's juggernaut. This is pure desperation. And I cannot believe I need to take the Browns. And if I'm the PJ Walker of gambling, I just have to pray. He's not the Toby Mergler of quarterbacking. Best of luck to us both. Uh, for my credibility, and I again had to I had to push the envelope here. I had to really go for it in order to catch you. So I had to combine two bets I like, which is Puka Nakua over 64.5 receiving yards, plus Logan Thomas over 15.5 at his longest reception. You put it together, it is plus 234. And I will admit it. I like these two bets separately, but I'm only playing them together to try to catch you, which is the fun of a head-to-head -head game with one of your buddies. But uh, IRL in real life, I will be playing these separately. But I will be playing both of them because on Nakua, I don't know what else we need to see. He's more open than Jada Pinkett Smith's marriage on seemingly every play. And he actually got more targets last week than the previous two with Cup back. Yep. So if Cup's line is going to be 24 yards higher than his, which is crazy to me, I'm happy to get a I'm happy to get this number for a record smashing number two that eats like a one. Mm -hmm. And for Thomas, he's emerged as one of Sam Howell's favorite targets. He's cleared this number in every game this season. And the Falcons scheme is super soft against tight ends, yielding nine targets a game to the position. If Thomas is going to see that much of the ball, I'd love for one of them to go for at least 16 yards needed for me to clear this bet. Plus, it's always a fun bet because you are never out of it all the way down to the final play just like me. So in an effort for me not to be out of the contest, this is my final play to try to catch you. Are you scared, Eddie, by this bet? I saw I, you nodding quite a bit. I, I like that you're, you're, these are like fantasy-related bets, uh, which is in my realm. I really do like these. I'll start with the Puka Nakua. I, I, a lot of people have this misconception like, oh, when Cooper Cup comes back, uh, that's going to be it for Nakua. It's like, no, he'll make life easier for him. Defenses will have to cover Cooper Cup, which, but he's still uncoverable, which is great. shows you how great of a receiver he is. But it, it frees up Nakua to do what he's good at, which is get open very, very quickly. And there's a lot of, be, a lot of um, you know, the the Kelly Stafford stuff saying that his, uh, that her husband, uh, Matthew, obviously does not have a connection with the younger players. It's like, no, no, he clearly does. He trusts this guy. So I love that bet there. And then, uh, reversely, you know, the, the Logan Thomas, I picked him up. I picked him up in a few leagues. Um, he's, uh, young quarterbacks love nothing more than like a big body tight end to be their safety blanket. So uh, I, I think that's a, a great move there. He's a guy that uh, definitely should, should clear that number. And he's, uh, you know, in a weak positional across the, the, the NFL here, there's only a handful of really good tight ends. But Logan Thomas is a guy who, in my opinion, is on the upper echelon of tight ends. And um, I, I don't, I would not be shocked if those things hit. Those are, those are pretty strong. Those are things that I would also bet on. So uh, I, I hope yeah. you feel good about that. I don't know how she could say that he doesn't trust the younger players. He threw to him like what 21 times in one week and 15 times in another week to start the season. Like that's absolutely acidite. Smoke screen. Yeah, it's it's some sort of a smoke screen. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, allow me to throw to us to throw to our sponsors real quick, and then we will come back with our second guest, guest express and say our goodbyes. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Eddie. Absolutely love having you. Absolutely love having you at the network. We got one more pick to give out. Then we'll talk a little bit about what else we have going on here at uh, Extra Points, and then we will send the people on their way. So what are you giving out for your second guest express? Yeah, I was uh, I really wanted to squeeze in a uh, college football bet here. I feel like, um, you know, the NHL kind of took uh, center stage during a training this week. So there was one that I really liked, and I'm sure you saw this and how of like a brutal finish this was. But but like Mario Cristobal and his Miami Hurricanes, the way that game ended yeah. was so like soul crushing and so miserable. And it's just a really bad job by him for doing that. I do not blame the kid that fumbled whatsoever. Obviously, then the defense had a chance to stop and they did not do that. I'm a believer in that that's going to hurt the locker room. Not, not They're not going to rally around that because the coach failed them, not themselves. They're also now on the road at night going to Chapel Hill to play Drake May, who has made himself uh, quite the Heisman uh, candidate the last few weeks here. The best passer in single coverage in the, in the nation right now. Um, they're the number 12 team for a reason, and they're only uh, giving three and a half points. I, I think a lot of people are probably trying to find the overcorrection for Miami. They want to bet against Miami. But I think when you're playing a quarterback who's that lethal, a lot better than anything Georgia Tech has, uh, and you're on the road, I, I think this is a bad matchup for them. So I... Part of me is afraid of putting it in as an actual bet just because maybe Miami does come out fired up. But I I really think that took the wind out of their sails. And I'm a huge believer in Drake. I know a lot of people want to talk about Caleb Williams, and they should. And a lot of people are going to be talking about Bo Nix and Michael Penix after the big Oregon-Washington game. But Drake May is the truth. Uh, One of the best pure passers in the the game right now. And uh, he's going to have a really good game, I think, uh, on Saturday night. All right. Well, I was kind enough to stay away from USC versus your Irish as uh, out of respect for you. And instead, I wanted to give out one baseball pick. So uh, just building off what I said Wednesday, Astros 
on the run line, minus 1.5 is plus 150. And this is another way to keep things simple. The Astros are nine and four against the Rangers this season with only three games ending within one uh, one run. So I'm happy to take the run line. They are also four and two in game ones of the ALCS. And they have Verlander going on Sunday night against a cold Rangers team mm-hmm. who hasn't played since Tuesday, which is the exact same thing that we just saw take out the Braves, the O's and the Dodgers. So I almost made this my cred pick, but got scared off by its obviousness, which is the exact kind of thinking that put me so far behind in this contest in the first first place. Uh, so Eddie, I wish you the best of luck, but before we go and I have to let you go, cause you have to go finish editing the 15 minute pregame show. Where should people watch that this week? Yeah. So everyone's aware of our posting schedule. Uh, it's going to be on YouTube uh, around one o'clock Pacific, four o'clock Eastern, also on Twitter on the minus three pod Twitter account. And we're going to keep sharing it and reposting it throughout the weekend. But then Sunday morning, obviously, before all the big games start, um, it's also going to be on the extra points Twitter and um, and our Facebook page as well. The minus three and the X points Facebook page as well. So. Basically, if you follow minus three or extra points on any of the social media channels, you'll find it there. But another great week from uh, myself, uh, Henge and Dave and uh, and check out all the rest of our stuff. A really great week of shows. Great guests on extra points. Great guests on the first episode of minus three. Obviously, listen to Trendy because me and Toby had a great time here and all the other lemon pepper parlay. So uh, waiver wire, we run on Lindsay Rhodes, who's phenomenal. So just it was an A plus week of shows here and a great sports month too. You can't, October, you can't beat the sound you hear is me kicking my feet up and putting my heads, hands behind my head because Eddie just did my job for me. So thank you very much. I kind of have nothing left to plug. You did leave our best of out. So go listen to our best of. Out today. Out today. Quicker. Yeah, out today if you want to do it a little bit quicker. Uh, and that that 15-minute pregame show, Eddie, like we got a bit of a hit on our hands, right? We're getting a couple hundred thousand views on that, no? It's, it's been awesome. It's great to see something that we kind of uh, put together right before the NFL season started. And then obviously with the help of Omaha and uh, NC, for you know resharing it too um and then now people you know people just keep retweeting it and i keep seeing the view counts come up on all the different uh channels and i'm like wow this is this is crazy there's uh six figure eyeballs uh on us so um it's a lot of fun and i think it makes sense and the idea was great and uh you know if you love football you have 15 minutes of your spare time it just makes t- too much sense so uh, thank you to those who are watching all right so, Eddie, any last words for our fans before you go watch Walk of Life for approximately a thousand straight consecutive times? Uh, my, I, I guess just to keep it the theme from this week, um, like Toby said in the beginning of this episode, like just trust me on hockey. If you're not an NHL fan, the ESPN Plus to get all the games that like that easily uh, for basically no no dollars. Um, it's as good as it can be, and uh, the game's exciting. There's a lot of great storylines this year. A lot of great young players, a lot of great young American players, which I know matters to a lot. And um, uh, just keep watching. It's a lot of fun. You you will be rewarded. Trust me. Yeah. Power plays in OT, baby. It's the greatest <laughs> thing in sports that I didn't know it existed 48 hours ago. So join me in that revolution. And join us next week as we come back with another edition of Trendy as we explore the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And uh, in the meantime, action-packed weekend. So much sports. Go out, have some fun, watch the games, watch Walk of Life. Go out and enjoy the weather when you can. But sports, 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 that's all that matters right now, right? Thanks, Omaha. Thanks, ESPN. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Brett, for producing. And we will see you guys next week here on Trendy. Thank you.